Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Survive and Thrive Podcast, a podcast that brings you stories and perspectives on how in changing times, leaders and organizations can not only transform to survive, but also thrive. I'm your host, Jennifer Ayers. Welcome to episode two of season five. During this season, we'll be talking about some abstract concepts around culture reimagined. And we're going to find some very practical, tangible, and very pragmatic practices that leaders can implement to change their culture to create a positive, impactful workplace. So let's get on with it. Today on Survive and Thrive, I specifically want to discuss gratitude and how that can serve as a foundation for your business success. As we've mentioned in season four, episode 27, company culture is extremely important and promoting gratitude among your employees can actually lead to higher retention and productivity. I highly recommend going back and listening more to that episode, going back and listening to that episode to learn more about the value of bringing appreciation into the workplace. For today, let's go ahead and jump into this year's most recent reporting on this subject as we ready ourselves for a new year coming up. A study conducted by the employee recognition platform Motivocity reveals that companies that make gratitude part of their mission saw employees 134% more likely to stay and enjoyed an increased brand outlook and company loyalty employees were 196% more willing to recommend a company or a friend, and there was an 82% increase in in employees showcasing their company values at work. Wow, that's impressive. Looking at that data, it's clear that gratitude-centric environments can make employees prouder and happier at work. But taking this a step further, How can we build our business on gratitude itself? How can we shape our organization's structures to specifically seek out rewarding folks for just being grateful and thinking of ways to give thanks every day? As leaders, we can create our company culture based on empathy, kindness, and gratitude from the top down. We as leaders need to show appreciation for our team by letting them know when they excel and catching them doing things right. According to a survey reported in Forbes, 80% of employees work more efficiently and effectively when their managers show gratitude for their efforts. This research demonstrates that workers are more likely to get done work and work longer to make sure the job is done right when they feel valued. This can create a domino effect in the organization. I don't know where to begin implementing gratitude without just saying thank you for listening to this episode. So if you don't know where to begin implementing gratitude, doing so in morning meetings creating a 30-day gratitude challenge where everyone says something meaningful and kind to a coworker, or make sure you say a simple thank you when a job is done well. You'll be surprised at how a team morale can really be ignited or boosted by small acts of recognition. 
I remember on one specific project that I was on where morale was pretty low and the leadership came to me and asked whether there was something that they could do to try to motivate the employees at that point. They were throwing out all sorts of ideas, maybe throwing parties and things like that. And I said, listen, those are all nice things, but there's actually something you can do that won't cost you anything. And I remember the leader's face of the project at the time who looked at me and said, what could be so easy? I told him, walk the halls, walk around the floor, see these people at their desks trying to do the right thing and just ask how they're doing and say thank you. It will go a long way. And as recently as just a few months ago, with one of our engagements, we collected some additional insights from the employee base where they specifically noted that the number one thing that they were craving from their leaders was a simple acknowledgement of the hard work that they were doing. That's all. It doesn't even have to cost a penny, people. But it's amazing how many times leaders fall down in this simple way just to express gratitude. Besides implementing appreciation strategies like walking the halls or being intentional about saying thank you if you're hanging up from a phone call from a a group of people on a virtual call, you can also think about how you can promote gratitude among your team. According to an EY Empathy and Business survey by Ernst & Young, 89% of the employees believe that empathy leads to better leadership and 88% of employees feel that it creates positive change, and 85% report that compassionate leadership increases overall productivity. Whew! I mean, these are some smart people that are putting out these reports. It's not just me saying this, although I absolutely 100% have had personal experience when I have pivoted my attitude to an attitude of gratitude And I have seen the results in organizations where I've done work with leadership teams to implement intentional processes of gratitude. It is unbelievable. Especially at this time, it's an important time to consider gratitude. In the early days of this podcast, we brought in several individuals to talk about empathy and leadership. Unsurprisingly, everyone has confirmed that human-centric approaches create a more change-resilient company. And having empathy doesn't mean putting your business needs by the wayside. In fact, it's an imperative for your business to pay attention to gratitude. When you show up with compassion and empathy towards an individual and express gratitude, they feel cared for which develops a sense of psychological safety in that environment and gives them a sense of freedom for expressing creativity and wanting to do something good. Having a sense of security at work makes it so much easier for employees to do their job and accelerate their careers and therefore accelerate your business outcomes. I know it can be challenging to move away from traditional leadership beliefs, including an author, author, ter- <laughs> authoritarian, I can't even say, I can't even say the word, including the author, oh my gosh, 
including the authoritarian view. Look, I can't even say it anymore because I'm so, you know, removed from that notion. However, study after study has proven the opposite to be more effective. Demonstrating kindness and humanity brings out the best in everyone, including those in leadership roles. Ultimately, the first step to being an empathetic leader is to have the spirit of curiosity. We may want to jump to conclusions if we see employees performing poorly instead of making rash decisions trying to question why they have a sudden shift in their behavior. Let's say usually an employee keeps coming in late. You might be tempted to chastise them. However, maybe explore a more empathetic approach and ask what might be going on and how you can help. Maybe there's something going on at home. Maybe they're sick. Maybe their partner's sick. There's a myriad of things that could be preventing this employee from showing up. So showing a little empathy, showing a little curiosity, showing someone that you have compassion, and most of all, expressing gratitude can create an amazingly impactful and powerful work environment. Change is constant, but business needs stability too. So how can you blend the two? Sometimes your business may need a customized approach that I'm not able to provide in a 30-minute episode, and that's where my team at Consinity can jump in and help. After decades of experience, myself and my colleagues can help organizations develop strategies and plans to navigate difficult and ambiguous times, all while nurturing a healthy workplace culture. You know your organizational goals. Allow us to help you accelerate and realize the outcomes that you desire in a positive and sustainable way. For more information about our team and our services, visit us at consinityus.com today. Employees want to not only have a welcoming environment, but also want to work for an ethical business based on shared values. While giving to charity and volunteering is very commendable, you can build a foundation that gives back to your employees, employers, and community daily by fostering a consistent culture of gratitude. To illustrate this point further, I'd like to go back to a real life example of companies that understood the importance of people in their workplace. Last season, we interviewed Devin Basinger. In season four, episode 18, Devin is the SVP of People Operations at H1. Devin understands well why prioritizing values is essential for a successful organization. Devin ensured that as the company grew from 20 people to 500 people, they hired people who matched their company's standards and the positive environment that they wanted to emulate. This meant hiring people from all over the country and even internationally. Allowing the team to be built on aligned principles were most important for them. With everyone representing H1 with the same ethics in mind and goals in mind, employees and employers have enjoyed a healthy, collaborative culture despite the company's national workforce. In Season 4, Episode 29, we talked with Lance Knob, leader and business coach development uh, individual at Denali Consulting. If you recall in this episode, we discussed burnout and mental health awareness, common problems in the workplace. 
After dealing with burnout himself, Lance realized that meditation improves anxiety, reduces blood pressure, and helps calm the nervous system before stressful work situations. Also, having an attitude of gratitude can help reorient your lens and help promote a more well-rounded, mentally healthy work environment. These are just a couple of examples that you could think about in terms of bringing some attitude of gratitude into your work environment. With those two examples, Devin being the first, thinking about how you could embed them in your company values and use those values to bring in like-minded individuals is one way to continue to allow an attitude of gratitude to grow in your organization. And with Lance making the recommendation that there are some specific things that you can do first as a leader, including something like meditation and becoming grounded in the morning for yourself, for example, and thinking about what you are grateful for can help set you up in articulating those gratitudes to others or showing others that you yourself are gratitude, which you are demonstrating a behavior as a leader that they will soon hopefully emulate. Well, I hope that this has given you some ideas to think about ways that you can bring some more gratitude into your workplace. It doesn't take a lot. It doesn't cost much. There are very simple things that you can do to just say thank you to someone and just tell them that you're grateful for the fact that they showed up today to help you get your job done and help your organization not just survive, but thrive. Thank you, everyone, for listening to this week's episode of Survive and Thrive podcast. Remember, at Consinity, we help the conscious leader realize positive and sustainable change. And just so you know, we are on YouTube as well. So if you haven't checked us out already on YouTube, feel free to jump out there and see what we're all about. Make sure you subscribe. Thank you.